You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'll be hanging out here with you for one more hour. And damn it, I'm going to have me a good old time. I hope you have a good old time as well. Super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's here with me. He's here with you. And we're just here hanging out. It's been a very busy night. And congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers. They... They just played a basketball game, and they won. They held on. They didn't blow a lead. The Lakers, just a few minutes ago, they beat the Portland Trailblazers 128-109. to LeBron James, 31 points. Anthony Davis, 27 points. What's that guy's name? Russell Westbrook, 10 points. 414 from the field. Anyway, we talked about Deshaun Watson. He will be returning on Sunday. We talked about Kyler Murray, Patrick Peterson throwing his old teammate under the bus saying that Kyler Murray only cares about Kyler Murray. We learned how much money the Yankees offered Aaron Judge, $300 million. We talked about Lamar Jackson. Not only did he curse out a fan, on social media after their loss earlier this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. On Wednesday, Lamar Jackson had the exit practice early because of a quad injury. Terrible. We took some time to congratulate or celebrate the birthday of Russell Wilson. That was two days ago. Shows you how much we care. Anyway, we also took some time to talk about Tiger Woods, a global star. Tiger Woods made it very clear that he's running out of time to compete. That his leg injury from his car accident is also now his foot. You might recall there was a point in time that they thought that there was going to be an amputation. He's like, listen, man, I can I can play golf if I can get in a cart, but to walk from hole to hole, that's that's tough. Tiger Woods is hoping to catch lightning in a bottle, whether it's at the Masters or PGA, U.S., British Open, he's, he's hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. The most culturally significant golfer ever. And so following that and thinking about the World Cup and all the sports that we have going on right now, I gave you a top six list, the greatest international sports stars of all time. And when I say greatest, I'm talking about cultural significance. I'm talking about their athletic achievements i'm talking about finances i'm talking about cachet you know who who checks all of these boxes in that space and so just to give you a quick recap and if you missed the full explanations you can always hit rewind on the free odyssey app it's impossible to throw everybody in in six slots but at number six i gave you ronaldo the man who was recently offered 207 million dollars per year to play in Saudi Arabia's domestic league. Yes, that is $517 million over two and a half years. 
Ronaldo also the first human being to pass 500 Instagram followers for whatever that's worth. He is just, he's a pitchman, a salesman, and also one of the greatest footballers ever. And number five, I gave you Jesse Owens, 1936 Olympics. Just, it's, it's always nice when you can uh, prove Hitler wrong. Uh, what else can I say from there? At number four, I gave you Usain Bolt. Eight Olympic gold medals, 2008 Beijing, London, Rio. And number three, I gave you Pele, named the athlete of the century by the International Olympic Committee in 1999, also the winner of three World Cups. Helped, helped I don't want to say bring, but it was a major deal when he, he left Santos in Brazil, for which he played when he was a teenager, to, to join the Cosmos, to just bring a little bit of attention to soccer here on the States. And number two, I gave you the greatest. I gave you Muhammad Ali. And at number one, I gave you someone who I believe checks every box from cultural significance to to athletic achievement to finance, just all of it. His name is Michael Jordan. He doesn't dribble a ball anymore, uh, but you cannot go anywhere and not see his logo. You do not see youth all over the planet lining up for his shoes. He's just he he's just going in a million directions because he was absolutely great and phenomenal at what he does. He is also one of the most famous human beings flat that have ever graced or walked the face of the earth. 855-212-4CBS. Didn't forget anybody, but there's no way in hell that I could fit everybody in six. Who do you have on your mind? Let's go to Tom from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I couldn't possibly be more proud of you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tom. Tom, uh, I put you on hold, Tom. I don't I hope Tom is not getting abducted by aliens. That's that a little tricky right there. Damn. Anthony's calling from Pittsburgh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Anthony? Well, being fortunate to have been born in the middle 50s and seeing the transformation of, of technology and and in some relevance that you were talking about, stature and, and how the cultural changes in the world, uh, Muhammad Ali stands tall for me, uh, standing up for civil rights and human rights and being stripped of his title and it's Michael Jordan is significant commercially, but Michael Jordan took none of those stances, no controversial stances. Uh, so he, he's way down on that list as far as I'm concerned for what I saw growing up doing legalized segregation in Jim Crow and, and seeing how Muhammad Ali stood up for, for people, not only himself and was stripped of his title. He could have kept his mouth shut too, because of, uh, a lot of people may have bought, bought something that was relevant to him, but he didn't. And so I could, to me, there's no comparison between the two, but there's one more commercially, and technology has changed. But Muhammad Ali was, like you said, you saw something in India that's in a small, remote village on the, not, maybe no. it was the 90s or 2000s yeah, not, or whatever. Not, not, not in Indiana, India. No, I said India. Yeah, 10 years ago. And okay. I agree with you to, to I, I 100% agree with you when it comes down to to social stance. That is that is definitely something that Michael Jordan, it took him late into retirement until recently to actually stand up and say anything. But that's not the uh, that's not the entire 
pie that I'm looking at when I think about international of all time. If you were asking me about my favorite athlete of all time, it would without a doubt be Muhammad Ali for the same reasons that you mentioned, but that's not the largest part of the criteria that I'm looking at. Well, I'm looking at it from technology standpoint. Of course, in the 2000s, the Muhammad Ali was, was known in villages in Zaire in the 60s and 70s where they didn't have it. It was word of mouth that his word, his name got around the world. I Correct. mean, this man was on the same stature as presidents and prime ministers and kings and queens, and I saw it. So yeah, I'm looking at it from generationally compared to, to you. you. You, you are correct. Michael Jordan also didn't play in a time where the Internet was there. He came at the end. A matter of fact, he came back at the end. And so I understand. And I, you're, we're all entitled to our opinion. We can of go course. back and we can all go back and forth. I can tell you about my own interactions with Muhammad Ali's family. So I certainly understand. If I want to talk about it from a cultural standpoint, without a shadow of a doubt, it's Muhammad Ali. But if I want to think about it from an overall, I think it's it's Michael Jordan. Well, and, and, and you're seeing it through your prism. I'm seeing it from my prism to have been, like I said, alive when these people were had the relevance and saw what it did culturally. And, no, we didn't have the technology when I saw it from the 60s on and when I was old enough to, to, to recognize what was going on. In the, but uh, it just – when you when you take a stance like he did, and P, and you're still well known around the world, uh, and you and another and athlete who I think take it's, a stance, no, well, I that's, can't even compare. Well, that like you said, that's 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 your opinion. I Thank think, you, and that's why we I, have them. Thank you, brother. No doubt. Good Thank night. you, Anthony. I think from each each space, I can look at at Muhammad Ali. I can look at boxing. I think what each did for their their own individual sports, oh, my God, Michael Jordan, he didn't just, quote, unquote, take the torch. He took it to another level, and he did not do it in an Internet era. Internet was there when Michael Jordan was on his way out the door, when most Americans were probably just starting to get a computer in their house. 855-212-4CBS, that's 855 212 for CBS, Gordon is calling from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Good afternoon, JR. How are you? I'm good, Gordon. What's up? It's been a while since you and I have spoken. I just want to say I agree with your list wholeheartedly. The gentleman who called before, I think his issue is because we have developed a wicked way to deliver news, stuff goes farther, farer, faster. So it's kind of hard to compare the errors, I think. But I like your list. I like your list. But for me, just because of the nature of the sport, Muhammad Ali, as you said, culturally, nobody compares to Pele. Nobody. In any sport. Any corner of the world. In every country of the world. Brought a lot longer than Michael Jordan. And it's still relevant today. Um, you mentioned Ronaldo. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I, I love the game, so I would ask the question: Which one? Because the one who is playing now. Well, not well, no, not the not the not the Brazilian Ronaldo. Exactly. The 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 exactly. Ronaldo the Ronaldo who has uh, you know half a billion followers on social media. That Ronaldo. Yeah, indeed, 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 that one. 
But again, yeah. I'm a gamer. I love the game. I played the game. You can't compare them. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no, there's no, there's no compare. There's no, there's no comparison. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I, I digress. I digress. You do I digress. digress. I agree with your. I agree with your list. And keep on keeping on, my brother, because you, you're doing it. Well, thank you, Gordon. I appreciate you. Go hit you're up Young well Street for me. Go hit up Young Street for me, okay? What would you like? <laughs> one of my favorite places is a. One of my favorite places is a shoe store on Young Street, and they uh, they sell Converse's downtown. Okay, I got you. I got so, you. Right so now, make sure, yeah, yeah th- I appreciate you, Gordon. I've been able to save that, my brother. Take time. All right. Shout-outs to Gordon for calling from Toronto. 855-212-4CBS. Skip is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Jr.? Thank you for taking my call. No doubt about it, Skip. What's up? I know you only did six, but there's you know there's so many more. Um, if you could do an infinite number, mm-hmm. and I know you can't, but how about Jackie Robinson? And you also mentioned the cultural and the society effect, and I think he paved the way for a lot of today's athletics. Yeah, no, what, what, without a shadow of a doubt. I think his his significance more so is is known here in the United States or appreciated more so in the United States of America. But 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 culturally and uh, in terms of society, history uh, and and you mentioned that as well. So absolutely yes yes okay. Well, thank you so much, Skip. Appreciate you. Thank you. Good night. No doubt about it. Keith is calling from Canton, Ohio. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey Keith. Oh, Ke- did, did Shep, did you just hear that? Shep, did you hear did, did it sounded like he had the phone on on speaker on one side of whatever he was at. And now he's like, JR. So he was Keith called, he was excited to get on. He wanted to tell you about meeting uh uh Muhammad Ali. So why wasn't he on the phone? I, I can't speak for Keith. I wish I, I wish I could. Hold on, Shep. What I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the studio door and I'm going to walk down the hallway and I'm going to do the show from down the hallway and yell into the microphone. Would that work? So Keith will get a a firsthand experience of what we just experienced from Keith. What if I if I if I if I walk away from the mic and walk down the hallway? Yes. And just, yeah, he, then he'll understand what just happened. Exactly, but you'll still be more clear than Keith was. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, what's up, Keith? You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Keith? Hello, 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 JR, JR, JR. Come on, Keith. What type of crap is that? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're talking about the most influential just just the biggest greatest international sports stars of all time let's go to california let's talk to michael you're on cbs sports radio hello yes mike you're live go ahead hey how you doing yes we don't think we think of him as an actor but he only did that for about three years for 11 years he was a professional martial arts and trainer and instructor, Bruce Lee. 
If you talk to his peers from that time in the 1960s, they claim he's the great. They say he's the greatest martial artist of all time. Oh. There's enough evidence of it. I know we don't typically think of him as an athlete, but if you think about his international reach and what he's really known for, being a martial artist, that's who I would have as an honorable mention. I wouldn't take anybody off the list that you have, but I would have him as an honorable mention. Okay. I mean, that's, 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 that's reasonable. But you just said it. People think about him more so as, a, as, a, as an actor and than an really. ass whooper. He's, well, no, because it depends on who you talk to. If you talk to his peers in martial arts, he was a legend in, mar- in the martial his, arts world well, in, not his, in the 1960s before he was, before but, he was an but, actor ever. But, but, Mike, we're not talking about his peers. We're talking about people on Earth the majority of which I'd say 99.9% are not his peers. True, but they think of him as a martial artist first, not really an actor. They think of him as a martial artist. Who? Conor McGregor's one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Conor, oh, my God. The guy who beat up an old man at a bar? Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter? Come on. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I've 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 met him. I've spoken to him. He's also a, a he's also a, a just I would say he's a complicated he's a <laughs> complicated isn't the word. How would I describe him? <laughs> yeah, I can, I can he that. is damaged. He has issues. He has problems. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I would uh if I would I would throw him in there. That's Anderson, it. Uh, Anderson Silva. Okay, you're telling me about. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're telling me about fighters. I told you about the world, and you're picking out fighters. I might as well throw Israel Adesanya in there. Can I throw him in there too? Yeah, why not? But yeah, sure. no, but what? No, nothing. Okay. Done. I was All right. No, no. I, I think uh, I think I think we're just about done here, Mike. I got you, man. Okay. Okay, appreciate you for calling from Cali. Chuck Norris? We're gonna... yeah, yeah, everybody who's ever thrown, every famous person who's ever thrown a punch or a kick will look at uh, Bruce Lee and go, oh, yeah, he was, he's the greatest fighter of all time. Okay, what, what about the rest of the world? The 99.9% who doesn't participate in combat sports. I mean, I'm not taking away from a damn thing that Bruce Lee has done in his life. But when I think about Bruce Lee, Yes, I think about martial arts, but the first thing I'm thinking about is is his work in film. And I think a, a good portion of the planet, you think two things. You go, okay, Bruce Lee, he will whoop your ass, and he was an actor. But there's not a discernible uh, event for mass whooping that you, you put him in the category of, oh, greatest athlete. I'm thinking about athletes. I'm, uh, you, I'm, uh, Shep brings up Chuck Norris. Superman. Super what? Because he could bend steel. Oh yeah, Batman. I mean, just I mean the way that guy was going. I mean, anyone that was anyone that was a physical actor was going to be on that list soon. Oh, you have to be a physical actor who uh, just you know put harm on other people. So yes, right. Walker, Walker, Texas Ranger, definitely. Uh, what's Chuck Norris doing, by the way? What's he doing? Ah, uh, probably giving a thumbs up somewhere. Chuck Norris has to be. Oh, he's old, be no, he's he's. 80, I mean, right? he's he's uh, chronologically enriched. I mean, he's an old guy now. No, but he's he's he got to be like eighty, doesn't he? Easy, 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 eighty. Has Seagal's, he been Seagal's acting? Seagal's got to be seventies. John claude Van Damme's got to be. No 
what? You know, I thought what someone was going to say at, at one point, what? maybe like Sylvester Stallone. No. <laughs> no. Standing on a box doing his uh, cameos in his movies now. Oh, my God. Nobody's Nobody was going to. Bruce Lee is it. Nobody's going to call me and tell me uh, Sly Stallone. <laughs> Rocky? Maybe. Somebody thought it. I'm glad they didn't call and say it. It's the JR Sport Reshow here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls here as we talk about international athletes. I want to tell you about a, a great school in Baltimore, Maryland, that I visited this week. I want to tell you about some amazing things that they are doing, internationally known. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate you being the show for the people. I stumbled on your show one night and I've been listening to it for about two months now. I drive a truck that night and I appreciate that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. As we talk about some of the biggest international stars that the world has ever seen in the world of sports, I'm I'm looking at this from a cultural perspective. I'm looking at this from an athletic achievement perspective. I'm looking at this from a financial perspective. I give you Michael Jordan at number one. If you missed a second or a minute of the show, you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. I'm going to take more of your calls here. And then when we get to next break, I want to talk to you about the amazing time I had in Baltimore, Maryland this week at Johns Hopkins Kennedy Krieger Institute as they do amazing work for individuals with developmental disabilities. We'll talk about that. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. You can also tweet me at JR Sport Brief. A matter of fact, uh, this list is, is confusing to me thinking about his own personal list of international sports stars. Jonathan Letterman tweets me at JR Sport Brief. Number one, he has Pele. And number two, Muhammad Ali. And number three, Magic Johnson. And number four, Martina Navratilova. And then at number five, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Shep, I mean, there you go. I, not not quite Rocky, but uh, there's Hulk Hogan there. Wow. John Cena, is he a runner-up too? John Cena, one of the greatest. <laughs> Can't feel my face. <laughs> this, why not? He, it, maybe John Cena is number six. He didn't want to put him there for us. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. 855-212-4CBS. Maya is here from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Maya? Nothing much. I'm surprised that this gentleman didn't make your list since you were recently here in town. Um, I wanted to throw out, uh, first and foremost, Michael Phelps. I mean, they had the man swimming in the Atlantic Ocean to Greece. To the, I mean, he's the most decorated Olympian. He's, he's from Baltimore, too, I know, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's somebody I think, and that list that you just read, I have well, thought well, about. Well, hold before you move on, my I'll, I'll I'll tell you why I didn't put Michael Phelps on the list. Yeah, he is the most accomplished Olympian, twenty-eight medals, twenty-three golds. I didn't put him on the list because it, it pretty much stops there. Uh, yeah, he's the most just accomplished Olympian, but he's he's an introvert. Uh, unfortunately, he's been, and, and thank God, I'm, I'm sure he's helped out other people in the process. He's been very open and honest about his own issues with dealing with the spotlight and depression. And, you know, so, yeah, he's he's great as an athlete, the greatest swimmer ever. But I think it, it stops there. He doesn't he doesn't hit touch points in other areas like some of the other athletes that we mentioned. Could he have? I think he could have. But due to his, well, his issues, he didn't. But doesn't it count now the fact that, I mean, I would put him in the top ten because, of, like you said, what happened and how it affected him. So he has gone into that kind of, educational mm. transcendence piece yes because, you know but he I, almost didn't make that last olympics i but i anyhow. know but i think i think from a global perspective what he could have see here's a perfect example i have usain bolt on the list and there's a massive difference you can look at the success of bolt in the olympics and how he was able to take and transcend that into global fame and additional opportunities that it seems he's going to have for his entire life. The line that Michael Phelps is drawing where he could have, he could have put a stamp on, on swimming in America. He put, could have put a stamp on swimming. And I'm not just saying from uh, his own personal standpoint, there, there could have been a larger effect there, but that's, that's not his MO. Michael Phelps is absolutely but- amazing. But he's he's a swimmer. He's not a salesman. He's not a pitchman. He's not a, a businessman to that degree. He's a swimmer. He's going to have amazing stories to tell to help people, but it pales in comparison to, to what others have been able to do with that same platform and success. Okay, fair. I, I get where you're coming from. I guess looking at it from your perspective, because behind the scenes, he has all types of swimming uh academies in particular in the black and minority communities but moving along you all brought up chuck norris and i just wanted to since you all were wondering you know he's doing a lot of uh basically <laughs> kicking pe- teaching people to kick butt um he does okay. a lot of training and stuff now and uh well you know what happened his co-star from walker uh passed away the other day so he was out in social media you know, talking about that, so he's he's grieving right now. And then you um, keep up. You keep, if I may ask, why mm-hmm. do you keep up with Chuck Norris? Oh no, I didn't. I don't keep up with him. You all just happened to mention it, and it was in the news. To can't think his name right now. The black gentleman that was on Walker know. Texas Razor with him died um, the other day. Was he it the guy that was in Die Hard? Acting. Was he in Die Hard? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember he, he was the yeah. hacker. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he had actually come to find out left acting oh, to teach. He was teaching drama and everything at UNLV. But I, I real heard. quick, okay. Before I let you go, okay. Uh, what did you think of of Kennedy Krieger the facility? And I, I have a specific kind of sports related 
what uh, well, reason I'm asking you. Well, I'm uh, you're you're shooting uh you're shooting your shot a little soon here. We're gonna talk about that on the other side of the break, Maya. Okay. All right. I'm, well, so, I'm sorry, day, but well, I, I gotta keep I gotta keep with structure here. Okay. I know, but it, it, I'll I'll hit your Facebook page or something because, like I said, there is a sports do so. reason that I'm okay. asking you that question. All right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell everybody about my trip to uh, Kennedy Krieger in a few minutes. All right. All right. You have a great weekend. Take care, guys. Well, thank you so much, Maya. I wish the weekend was sooner than it is, but we'll get there fast enough. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to tell you about my time in Baltimore, Maryland this week. I'm going to get some more of your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. My man, JR, this, this is kind of like a dream, man. I've listened to you uh, every night for two years. It's the first time I've called. I love your show, man. You keep it so real, and I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, I try my best to keep it real. I keep it so damn real that over the past year, I've done a lot of work with Special Olympics on the Media for the Movement Tour, something that we started. When I say we, JR Sport Brief, me, my company, and Special Olympics to run around and talk about the importance of inclusivity. Yeah, basically not being a jerk, trying to open up your minds to other people and and be inclusive and to treat human beings like humans, whether it's matters of just playing sports or whether it's matters of just even thinking about something simple as as healthcare. And so I have been all over the country over the past year. I've been to your Ohio states. I have been to your Notre Dames, your Florida states. Next week, hello, Seattle, Washington. I'll be at the University of Washington. I'll also broadcast my show from Seattle. So hello to all my friends in the Pacific Northwest. The JR Sport Brief Show will be on the way. But this week... I go through Baltimore, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. a million times throughout the course of the year. But this week was very, very special. I was at the John Hopkins School. I was at the Kennedy Krieger Institute. And we talked about inclusive health. I was able to connect with individuals who already care about inclusion at multiple levels. And we got together and tried to think about how we could all help and benefit each other to be a benefit to others. And so I had an amazing conversation. How about with Dr. Mia Asato, a pediatric neurologist and the VP of training at the Kennedy Krieger Institute. She basically makes sure that there's a pipeline of professionals who know how to work with people who have disabilities of of, of any type. And I asked her quite simply, why did you choose to do this? And, 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 And the fact about inclusion, this is what she said. In my past career as an occupational therapist, I worked with a lot of um, individuals with different kinds of disabilities, and it really made me understand the impact of health on daily life. As I transitioned to going into medicine, I brought that appreciation of the sometimes very um, impactful experience of disability on one's daily life 
realizing that the connection between health, function, and the world around you are very much intertwined. Without um, appreciating that, I think we're ignoring important parts of people's lives. It is not just about the four walls around the clinic, the hospital settings that we work in, but it's also about the world that people are trying to navigate and they're spending the majority of their time in. Yeah, you got to help people out and get them set up, not just for when they're, they're getting care, but for when they're at home, when they're in society. Dr. Mia, she's a fan of the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good on her. I hope uh, the quarterback works out for them, Mr. Kenny Pickett. But I'm going to borrow a line from someone who's not a Pittsburgh Steeler. I'm going to borrow a line from someone named Deion Sanders. He said it quite frankly. If you look good, you feel good, and then you play good. Well, thank you, Dr. Mir, for helping to provide opportunities for people to feel good so they can, quote, unquote, play good. Thank you, Dr. Mia. I also had an opportunity to connect with Ben Shindell. He's a fellow in the neurodevelopmental disability space of the Kennedy Krieger Institute. It's a program where he learns the full spectrum of of people with disabilities, all ages, at home, at school, at work. He's trying to do his best. And I had a simple question for him. How can we all be more inclusive everywhere with what we do? Easy answer is to just do it until it's normalized, right? I mean, the one of the things I was thinking about when I was hearing you talk before was uh, thinking about curbs and about the ramps that exist on curbs now that, you know, very, very recently in history, until, you know, 1990 or so, 1992 maybe, um, there, were, there were not ramps. So somebody who uses a wheelchair to get around um, would not have been able to cross the street easily or, you know, would not have been able to get up onto a sidewalk. In one way, having ramps uh, installed was, was this, you know, revolutionary thing, but it's not even a thing that I think about anymore. Yeah, we want to we want to normalize being inclusive. We really should. And so Ben also had a a simple response for this. We're all different, right? Everybody's built different. We have different levels of what we know, what we don't know and etc. What should we do with those differences, Ben? So I think that, you know, moving through the world in a way that understands that not everybody looks the way that you do, thinks the way that you do, moves the way that you do. And that's okay. That's part of the full experience of being a human, full experience of kind of being a part of of this world. I think the more time we spend embracing differences in the ways that that people navigate the world, the more normalized those differences become. Yeah, we gotta we gotta learn how to embrace each other. We're we're so much more alike than we are different. And anyone who tells you different, tell them to come talk to me. They'll be afraid to do so. So thank you so much to Ben, Dr. Mia. Thank you to Brad Schlegler, who runs the joint at Kennedy Krieger. Uh, Maureen Van Stone, who helped put this situation together for the amazing time, the amazing opportunity uh, to, to, to just connect with everyone. You know, I got a microphone. I'm not a doctor. I think we know that. But I, I, I do what I can and just trying to help out other people. So if you are interested in being inclusive, regardless of where you live, if you want to learn out more, learn more, specialolympics.org. And thank you personally for me to the great folks at Experian. Yes, the credit company Experian, who also believe in inclusion. Thank you so much. Go to specialolympics.org. I look forward 
to being out in Seattle, the University of Washington. Thank you to everyone associated with John Hopkins University and the Kennedy Krieger Institute. Let's get back to more of your phone calls before I have to roll out. 855-212-4CBS. We are thinking about individuals who are some of the biggest and best international sports stars that the world has ever seen. Tyler's calling from Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, hey, man. hey, how you doing, man? Love, love your show. Uh, but I was thinking my biggest three to me, um, Tiger Woods, number one. I mean, he spent 281 weeks atop the world number one ranking. That's pretty huge. I mean, he's a huge in the Asian market, the European market. Um, Kobe Bryant, to me, is also number two. Uh, again, he's huge in the Asian market, huge in the European market. And then I definitely agree with you. Muhammad Ali is in, in the conversation also. Okay. Thank you so much, Tyler, for calling from Virginia. The, well, Kobe Bryant, yeah, global global uh, celebrity, global phenomenon. Unfortunately, we, he's not no longer here with us. And then Tiger Woods, yes, we could talk about Asia and Europe. The world is, is oh, 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 so much bigger. If there's one thing that everybody in the world does is play football, soccer. John is calling from College Station. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Ah, thank you for taking my call. Sure. You're doing an awesome job, uh, especially with all your fundraising and all that. But uh, well, I'm I'm not I'm not fundraising. I'm just trying to I'm trying to inform people that uh, it, it doesn't take too much to just to not be a jerk to other people. Not fundraising at all. Yeah, well, you help out a lot. Put well, it that way. You. Thank you. Hey, two two questions. Uh. First, David Beckham, international star. What do you Correct. think? Yeah, he is. He is. I think if he were around later, I think his influence would be different. Uh, yeah. But without a shadow of a doubt, everyone is familiar with David Beckham. But I think at this point, for, for popularity and being a salesman, I, I think Ronaldo has jumped in. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, second, uh, I know where Chuck Norris is at. Where is he? Well, he owns a ranch about 30 minutes south of College Station, about an hour north of Houston. Okay. And uh, he comes in. I was working at a dealer, uh, car dealership, and he would wow. buy uh, all his trucks and cars from us. And him and his wife are the nicest freaking people out there. Oh, so he won't kick you in the face, though? <laughs> uh, I think I'm too fast for him. Oh, you might be. He's 82 years old. It's, it's quite possible, John. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd run away pretty quick. Okay. All right, <laughs> I hear that. Well, thank you, John. Appreciate you. Thank you. No doubt about it. Well, Shep, that's the same philosophy you said uh, about Bubba Ray Dudley. You said Bubba Ray would never catch you. You'd run away. Yeah, he's not going to make contact with me whatsoever. Fast switch muscle fiber, explosiveness, quick reflexes, they, they tend to fade pretty quickly once you turn north of 50. He's a big, he's a wide man. He's a big dude. That's great. He's a wide man who's got to move and cover ground. He can't cover the same ground I can right now. I don't think Bubba Ray is 50. I think he is. No, he's not 50 years old, Bubba yeah. Ray. How many Bubbas do you know under the age of 50? Oh, Bubba's 51. I Googled it quick. <laughs> and I said, it's really quick. <laughs> Oh, man. Let, let, let's get a couple more in here. Uh, Lee's calling from California. Go ahead, Lee. Hey, how's it going, man? Very well. Go ahead, quickly. 
Yes, I was wondering about Carl Lewis, where he he might fit into your list. Yeah, well, he's he's also one of the the most accomplished uh, Olympic athletes and sprinters and track and field participants of all time. I think this is where things uh, things kind of suck. People do uh-huh. not like this man. They don't like him. He's not likable. I've I've met him. I've spoken to him. I, I ain't got no problem with him, but people don't like him. Well, that's sad, man. Not well. Not every people don't like me. Some people don't like me. I, what are you? What are we gonna do here? <laughs> Can I ask a question about baseball? Yeah, you Real got quick. you can if you can do it in ten seconds. Yes. Yes. If a guy jumps up a wall and catches the ball and falls over the wall, is that a home run or a an out? <laughs> Where does he catch the ball? He catches the ball climbing up the wall and he falls over the wall. That's out. That is an out. If he catches the ball, that is out. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, Lee. Uh, I thought that might be a home run because the, the guy's body fell, fell over the wall. No. If he, we, we have people who have run through walls and jumped over them and caught the ball. <laughs> if you, you catch the ball, it's uh, it's an out, okay? Okay. Okay. Thank, thank you, you, Lee. Thank you for clearing that up for me, man. No doubt. You thank you, Lee. Hey, Shep, I, wow. That was an easy one. I didn't know what he was going to I'm like, I don't know what he's going to ask me. It was, it, was climb- a cur- it was a curveball, pun intended. Yeah. Guy climbs the wall in baseball. If he catches the ball, it's an out. He can catch it on Mars. It's going to be an out. <laughs> and speaking of out, we're out. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. If you want to talk to me, at JR Sport Brief. Search JR Sport Brief and free Odyssey app. Amy Lawrence is coming up next. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thank you, Chef. Go to specialolympics.org.